Hey y'all, I am live without my partner in crime. Hey, 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 come on in the room. I am live, I am live, I am live without Danny um, for tonight. She is busy taking care of some business, but she'll probably pop in the chat and kick it with us for a bit. How's everybody doing? Hey, cool gamer. Hi, the cynical one. Um, this is my very first time being live by myself. I'm pretty sure Danny has been on here. Hey, Tampa Supreme. Uh, a time or two live by herself, but this is my first time being live on the channel by myself. What's good, Andy? Um, so yeah, I'm holding down the fort all by my lonesome. Um, Y'all gonna help me as my co-host. Um, so yeah, um, I guess I'll start off with saying how I'm doing. Uh, not too shabby. We missed y'all on Sunday. Couldn't miss y'all again. So I'm popping in here and we're going to do this review thing because I got a few things to say. But before we actually, hey, Juju, before we actually get off into the review, just like if Danny were here, I got some preliminary things that I'm going to get out the way and talk about and chat with y'all about first because it's been a lot going on out in these streets you hear me and i want to talk about it even though she isn't here for me to bounce things off of i'm gonna talk to y'all about it um i hope i didn't miss anyone i think i've said hello to everyone who's actually said something in the chat that's in the room but I got a few preliminary things. Hi, Tamiko. Hi, 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 hi. Yes, I'm solo tonight. She gonna pop up in here in the room. Hey, bro, Carlin. Thank you for coming to support. Um, but yeah, she's uh, taking care of some business. So she will not be joining me on the panel tonight. Um, hi, Asia. few things. Hold on. Give me... Y'all gonna have to bear with me when it comes to the technology, baby, because that's where I suffer. <laughs> like, that's where I struggle a little bit, a little bit. So I got a few things that I want to talk about because maybe the street's been talking and we're going to talk about this first one first. So <laughs> as you can see, we got Brian McKnight, we got Shamar Moore, and we have uh, Kenny, Kenny Lattimore. And for those of you who don't know what all three of these men have in common, uh, most recently, all three of them have become fathers. And for Brian McKnight and Kenny Lattimore, they've become fathers again. Brian McKnight has like a 33-year-old, a 28-year-old, and a 21-year-old. Kenny Lattimore has a son that's maybe like 20. Shamar Moore, I believe he's a first-time father just yesterday or something. And um, so all of these men are in their 50s and they're in good company because we know P. Diddy just had a baby recently. Um, Kim is still making babies. There's quite a few other men who are over the age of 50 and they still banging them out and having kids. And I've seen quite a few ladies either doing content or having commentary on older men having kids. 
And saying that they feel like it's completely unfair for old men to, number one, be having kids with these younger women, saying that it's unfair because Black men have short life expectancies and they're robbing children of the opportunity to have a fulfilled life with their dad and or it's a possibility that the children might have to take care of their dad they're 10, 15 years old. And I found that to be very interesting. It's not very uncommon for men to later in life go on to have a second family or, you know, have more kids later in life. That's not a, a, an uncommon thing. Um, but in one of the situations, specifically Brian McKnight, for example, um, he's estranged from his older children and people are saying he estranged from the black kids. Mm -hmm. That's what they're saying. Uh, hey, sis, I see you in the chat, Danny. Uh, people are saying that he is estranged from his black kids and now he has a new baby with his Filipino wife and he also claims the Filipino wife's um, children. So he also claims his stepchildren. This man in his bio, it says father two, and he has his stepchildren listed, but not his bio kids. So people are saying that's shady, grady. In addition, they're saying that it's selfish for these older men to be popping out kids and they are what some would consider over the hill. Like they saying they should be getting ready to enjoy grandkids and you up here banging it out and having children. What y'all think before I give my opinion? Because I do have one, as as you probably have assumed. Um, let me see what y'all saying down here real quick. <sighs> I, <laughs> um, listen, I, I feel like I mean, you know, black women gonna always have an opinion. Like no matter what, black women are always going to have an opinion. Look, bro, Carlin, I feel you on that. No matter what black men do, it seems to not be good enough. Clearly these men aren't, you know, they're, they're inactive and involved in their children's lives. Even Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight came out and said, a couple years ago when it was founded that he was estranged from his black children, but was claiming his these Filipina stepchildren, he said he paid child support and he cared for his children well beyond their um, their adolescent years. Up until they were in their 20s, he was paying for an apartment for his children. And so he did what he was supposed to do as a dad. So no one can say that they weren't active fathers and didn't care for their children. Personally, that's kind of my opinion. Like, mind your business. <laughs> like, these men should be able to do exactly what they want to do. Like, these are successful men who, if they decide in their in in the confines of marriage, if they decide I want to have another child with my wife, the wife is fully aware of their age, probably of what type of health they're in, more aware than we would be as the public. Mind your business. It ain't your business what these folks do in their bedroom. If something were to happen to either of these men tomorrow, you ain't gonna have to take care of them kids. 
that's how I feel about it. Like, I think that people need to mind their business and, um, and, you know, stay out of folks business. No one can tell you when to open your legs and when to pop out a child. Like black women are having children later in life too. And black men can't give their opinion on what black women should do as it relates to that. So I just feel like we shouldn't have an opinion on it. It's not our business. And that's kind of how I feel about it. So, yeah, there's that. Um, I, you know, I think Ryan McKnight, all of that stuff was in like in the media a couple years ago when I think one of his kids came out and had something to say about him buying one of his stepkids a car. Um, and as a result of that, like there was a bunch of bad press surrounding that. So, yeah. Hey, sis. Um, yes, it is on. I see you in the chat. I see you chatting it up with everybody. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming through and supporting me. I figured you would pop your head in here and I appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat, boo. Um, yeah, and you're right, Juju. I have an opinion on everything. I mean, I'm saying mind your business, but at the same time, I'll be sticking my nose in people's business too. But at the like, what can you do? Like you have, you don't have a place in someone's bedroom. And these are married folk in, you know, in relationship with their significant others, wives, what have you. Um, and some of the women are older too. Brian McKnight's wife, I think is about 40. Um, Kenny Lattimore's uh, married to Judge Faith and she's 45. She's not a spring chicken, so to speak. Um, I mean, I just think people need to mind their business. That's kind of my take on it. And, you know, um, as it relates to Black men's health, I mean, you know, do people have a valid concern? Possibly, but I just don't think it's anyone's business. Um, it, it, it's not anyone's business. Black men do have a shorter life expectancy. Um, I don't know if I would say that people are robbing, and, and there were people in the comments even saying, my dad was older when he had me. I don't feel like I was robbed of anything. I had a wonderful relationship with my dad. My dad was older when he had me, but he lived to be 90, you know? So who knows? No one knows what the future holds. Your dad can be 21 when he has you and, you know, pass away at 22. Like, no one knows. So there's that. So yes, thank you, bro, Carlin. Yes, 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 y'all. Please get the likes up. I appreciate that. Get the likes up, likes up, likes up. Um, goodness rated Bo. She is taking care of some business. She is not here with me tonight, but she's here in spirit. And as you can see, she's also in the chat. I think she'll be in and out of the chat, um, when she can, um, kind of showing support and popping in and out and kind of chatting it, chatting it up with y'all in the chat as well. So yeah, she will be popping in. Um, and I do ask that y'all bear with me because I'm technologically challenged, but I'm gonna hold it down tonight. This is my first solo show. She's done a couple solo shows, I'm pretty sure, but this is my first solo show. So yeah, I appreciate y'all in advance for rocking with me. Um, and then Marvel, thank you. He says, looking very nicely, Rose. I appreciate you. Thank you, Marvel. I appreciate the super chat as well as the compliment. And let's see what else we got. I had a few other things I wanted to discuss because it's been some, ooh, I know what I wanted to talk to y'all about. Mm. So this, I know y'all all saw the photo that was posted up with Erica Badu and her daughter Puma, and it was a back shot. 
And there was a lot of controversy surrounding it. And I felt some type of way. I ain't going to lie. Because first, when I Googled her daughter's age, it said she was 17. Come to find out she's actually 18. Nonetheless, I do not approve. I mean, clearly it ain't my business, but I have young adult daughters. Baby, you ain't going to ever see me post it up. My daughters wouldn't even be permitted. Let me tell you something. <laughs> my daughters have are very shapely young ladies. I would never take a photo, a backshot photo with my daughters, let alone allow them to post it or post it on. I, because I have men on my social media pages, I don't typically post full body pictures of my daughters because you got one time to say something about one of my daughter's body, baby. And I'm going in, you hear me? Like, not only am I going in, like I'm talking about like everybody coming out the woodwork, having something to say. It's just, it would get really messy. And so for that reason, I don't even post full body pictures of my daughters. I think I posted a full body picture from my wedding and it's not even like very, um, you know, they're not revealing, but like my daughters can have on jeans and, you know, but it's form fitting. And I don't want men making those types of inappropriate comments. And for some reason, there, um, men will kind of try to test the limits. There's always that one who will be in the comments like, dang, that's your daughter, or just say one thing and it's taken out of pocket or out of, you know, and for that reason, I, I refrain from posting photos that um, show my, showcase my daughter's assets, so to speak. Um, so yeah, it's a no for me, dog, all day, but Erica Badu's daughter posted a photo of her and her mama showing off. They were wearing some sort of stretch pants and they were showing off the cakes. And like it got the attention of the men and the women. And a lot of people were talking about it. And a lot of people were saying they didn't see anything wrong with it because she's 18. But me and Danny just did a um, stream about young girls, girls being 18, the stream with regarding bad baby and how, you know, just because a girl is 18, especially if a guy has been lusting after her, waiting for her to become 18, I think it would be hypocritical for me to then turn around with my opinions on that um, stream to say, well, yeah, she is 18. So if you find them cakes to be luscious and you, you, you know, you lusting after her, hey, I mean, I don't blame you. Nah, I feel some type of way about it. I, I ain't with it at all. And that's just me. That Maybe that's a prude. No. She definitely is cute. She's she's definitely cute. Yeah, uh, it's DOC's daughter. Her and DOC's daughter. And people were saying her dad don't mind. How do you know her dad don't have a problem with it? How do you know? Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, but the thing is, you think you think if you had a white baby mama, it would be any different. I, I'm, I assure you that white baby mamas wouldn't have a problem with it either. Like white girls are very free and um, very um, free spirited when it comes to the type of stuff they post online, too. So I don't think it would make any difference. That's that's what I'm saying. I just didn't find it appropriate. And then when you see grown men in her comments saying stuff, you know, 35, 40 year old men, I mean, I don't, I, you know, what, what are you, are you being enticing, I guess, is the question. Not to say that you're, are you being enticing? I'm going to just leave it at that. Yeah, I'm going to just leave it at that. 
Um, yeah, her and Andre 3000, I think they had a son, seven. Yeah, the oldest um, kid is Andre 3000. So I don't know. I ain't like it. I ain't like it. I ain't like it. And yeah, I ain't going to apologize for not liking it. Um, I wouldn't do it with my daughters. Mm -mm. My daughters are in their 20s and I wouldn't do it with them today. Baby, no. <laughs> like, but I'm also the mom that I don't believe in going out, hanging out with my daughters. I'm not the mom that's going out drinking with my daughters. I know so many moms who are cool with smoking and drinking with their daughters, but um, I that's not my thing. You know, some some parents feel like I'd rather do them do it with me because I want, you know, I'd rather them do it with me because I want to know that they're safe while they're doing it as opposed to them going out and doing it with, you know, God knows who. Um, I'm not of that mindset. No, I ain't about to smoke and drink with you. <laughs> like my daughters have had a glass of wine with me, you know, um, not with me because I don't really drink, but at my house, my daughters have had a glass of wine at my house. That's as far as it's gone. Um, I don't drink with them. I don't smoke at all, but my daughters don't smoke in my presence, my daughter. <laughs> but, um, that's just not something that um, I want to partake in with my kids. I feel like once you start crossing that line, the lines get blurred and um, you go from mother to friend and the level of respect that your kids have for you changes drastically. So, yeah. Amethyst says, but see Rose, society has different rules for black women. What other races can do and get away with, black women cannot. If a black woman took this photo, society would praise them, but not, oh, excuse me. I think she, if a non-black woman took this photo, society would praise them, but not black women. I agree. I, I see the double standards. I, I absolutely see the double standards. Um, I, I definitely do. Um, Andrew says, I know black mothers that go to swingers parties with their daughters. I've also seen many times black mothers and daughters giving each other lap dances. <sighs> Let me tell you something. I've seen black mothers partying with their daughters. Like that's not something that's like not an everyday occurrence, but I've seen it happen. I, I would be lying if I said, you know, oh no, that never happens. I, I've seen it happen more times than I would care to mention. Um, yeah. And I think it's whack. Like, why are you part? Like, I don't know what you get out of that. Um, and I've seen white women party with their kids too, though. Like, real talk, I've seen white women party with their kids too. It's just not for me. Um, yeah, it ain't it ain't my thing at, at all whatsoever. Yeah, but um, and some people see nothing wrong with it. Look at Ty City; she she's fully covered. Like Ty City, you wouldn't have a problem if that was your daughter. If that was your eighteen year old daughter and her mom, and, and they were posted and they were taking a backshot picture cheeks accentuated and your daughter posted a picture like that online for the world to see and everybody is um and it gets a lot lots of attention you wouldn't have a problem with it like i wonder because men who be like oh i don't see nothing wrong with it she grown she is 18 it's, it's exactly 1201 midnight so she is 18 like, I wonder if they would feel the same way if it was their daughter, because maybe it's a no for me all day. Like, I, I don't give I don't give a damn if she's fully covered. She might as well not be the pants. Dang, they're see through. Like, maybe I don't 
Uh-uh. Let me, I, I, I literally, my daughter is in her 20s. And to this day, I mean, she's a very slender young girl. If I see something on her page that I don't like, I'll call her like, take that down. Today. Like, no, nah, because she wears a little fashion over fast fashions, like slinky dresses. Like she's a very slender girl. But if I see something and I'm like, eh, I don't like the pose, it's a little too, mm, take that down. And she will take it down. She respects me. She knows she like, she will take it down. So yeah, I just, I'm not comfortable with it. And that's just me. Um, let me see what Leo talking about. He says, see Rose, have you noticed older black women that are living that 304 life trying to get young dudes to make them son husbands? Erica Badu got a 24 year old boyfriend. Ooh, that's right. If I remember correctly, she does have a young dude, but you know what Leo that made me think about some older women who are aging out the market. I feel like they want to party with their daughters because they want to hang on to their youth. Real talk, they want to kick it with their daughters, smoke, kick it with like the guys, the young crowd, their daughter's friends, because they don't want to let go of their youth. And I hadn't even hadn't even touched on that. So that's another major point. Yeah. Mm, what you going to do with it? Like Erica Badu older than me. Like, how old is Erica Badu? I, I got to know. I know she's older than me. I know she's older than me. I'm interested now, though. Erica Badu's age. Um. Oh wow! Yeah, she maybe she's ten years older than me. Erica Badu, fifty-one. What's she doing with a twenty-four? Maybe like stop. Come on now. I mean, she looks. Let me tell you something. She looks good though. Like no cap. Like ain't nobody. Ain't no front. Like no one's fronting no Erica. Erica fine. Like she's gorgeous. She's a beautiful woman. Stunning. She has a very nice body. She has a nice shade. All the things. She's a gorgeous woman. Like I give her that. But she's fifty one. What you doing with a twenty four year old? For what? I uh uh. Um, mm. B, B says, <laughs> B, why you got to be messy? Like before I even read your comments, I be, I have to say a prayer. B says, I thought Danny would go solo first, but you seem more ready for prime time. Danny was a deer in headlights when you dropped and she had to carry the show solo. It was rough. Now I predict you'll be Beyonce first. Anyway, have a good show. B, don't come on here being messy, baby. Like this is not solo. As you see, I'm on our joint platform. Sis just has some business that she's tending to. So I'm holding down the fort for the night, but she will be back on Sunday and the duo will be here in full effect. So there's that. Um, but um, I did have something else. Ty City says, have you seen volleyball cheerleader uniforms? Way worse than leggings have, have been accepted as normal. You know what, though? Those uniforms were constructed for white girls and white girls don't have body yaddy yaddy. So literally, oftentimes, though, they'll... Um, customized cheerleader uniforms for black girls. They'll add a few extra inches on, make you wear shorts. Like they have to customize 
um, uniforms for um, black girls. My daughter played volleyball, no, um, soccer. Um, her shorts weren't short, um, but cheerleader uniforms, I know several cheerleaders who were of the thicker variety and they had to have their uniforms customized because those little skimpy skirts and stuff didn't work for them. So yeah. Um, let me see. I have one more thing real quick to talk about. Oh, so I saw this and I thought that it was real interesting. So I saw Twitter going up on a Tuesday about DJ Envy's wife, the fact that she's taking a 29 day girl trip. A lot of dudes was like, couldn't be me, couldn't be me, couldn't be me. Envy a sucker if he allow it, yada, yada, yada. First off, first and foremost, Envy cheated on this woman for 15 years. Like, what you worried about? Number one. And I mean, I get it because also we do know, what was it last year that she came out and said DJ Envy couldn't please her to that she he couldn't get her to that point? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, it's a vacation. Like, I feel like there should be trust between couples. So a 29-day vacation, she coming back to you. I mean, like, I, I personally think that there should be trust between couples. That being said, if it were me and I said to my husband, babe, I'm going on a girl's trip for 29 days. <laughs> Um, <laughs> baby, it, it would never fly. <laughs> Real talk, my husband would like he would he would probably laugh in my face. Like he would think that I'm joking because there's no way on God's green earth. First off, my husband is not a proponent for girls trips. Um, he think that girls trips are code for um. <laughs> My husband thinks that girls trips are code for going to screw or, um, or <laughs> let me see, how can I say this? Um, like having, um, like scissor parties. Like he thinks that, that girls trips are code for scissor parties or going like to hook up with guys. So he's not real fond of girls trips. He trusts me. So if I really was like, oh, baby, he knows my friends. Like, I'm going, you know, weekend getaway with such and such, you know, he would be cool. 29 days, maybe it ain't ever happening. Not no way, no how, not in this lifetime. Baby, he going to be like, okay, well, I'm go ahead and sign those divorce papers before you leave. Like, just go ahead and sign them before you even leave the house. Um, he just ain't going for it. But at the same time, for all of those who were making a big stink about it, I feel like Envy is the one who has created trust issues in their marriage. In addition, I feel like he probably still kind of like in the doghouse. And I don't know how long a person stays in the doghouse after that much cheating, but maybe he's still kind of like, he. maybe he got to let her because... He's still like, I did a lot. I did a lot. I gotta, I, you know, I gotta let her do what she do. You know, I don't know. 
Amethyst Stone says, black men let their non-black women get away with all kinds of things. But if Envy was married to a black woman who wanted to take a trip like this, he would put his foot down and it would be a different set of rules. Mm, mm. Amethyst, you might be on to something, sis. You might be on to something. Andrew, like, we're not about to do this. Men are supposed to cheat. <laughs> Come on now, like, let, let's not. Men are not supposed to cheat. If you enter into a monogamous relationship where you commit to a person and you enter into a relationship with the understanding that it's just you and her, then you're not supposed to cheat. If you want to be in, in a polygamous relationship or to have as many concubines as your hands can hold, then you find somebody who is going to be understanding of that and um, is up for that program. So, yeah. But um I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, he might still be in the doghouse. I, I feel like Envy, Envy, like even on the show, he kind of be, he, he be, he be simping. And maybe it's because he's done so much dirt. He like, I gotta, you know, I gotta, <laughs> that's kind of how, what I get from, from, um, from Envy. But she might not be up to anything. She on the up and up. She like, it's 29 days. I'm going with my girls. You know, I'll be back. So, yeah. I don't think all girls trips are about that. Like even my husband, I'd be like, babe, that ain't necessarily the case. Um, I think that's some, but that I, I think it's a small amount of girls trips that it'd it be on some um, scissor parties or they going to whore. Um, but a lot of times it is just like a getaway with, with friends. Like I love my girl time. Like I absolutely love, like I love having girl time, but like, I only really need a few days. Cause I get tired of you. Home. Like I, then I want to go home to my man, <laughs> my man, my man, my man. I need to go home to my husband after a couple days, like two, three, four days. I'm like, okay, now nah, God, <laughs> like I need to get home to my husband. Um, I definitely can't do no 29, baby. I'll be so like, oof. Can, do, can we get a couple breaks in between? Can I fly home a couple times in between? Because 29 days is just unnecessarily long to be with a bunch of women. Nah. Uh-uh. It's, 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 no. It's a no for me. No. I, I don't necessarily think so. Maybe it's some sort of retreat, some sort of bonding experience. Who knows? I don't know what it is. But, you know, I respect the fact that he trusts his wife enough to be like, you know, I'm gonna support her. I'm gonna support her in what she's doing. So yeah, Janelle, like for what? A month? Baby, I don't need to be around y'all for now. That's too many hormones in one space. Like I love my friends, but they like for my my wedding, I had friends that were here like for an extended period of time before and after helping me with stuff. And I was like, okay, what? When y'all gone? (laughs) Because baby, Y'all, like, but I'm also a person, like, I'm an introvert, and my social meter kind of will fill up very quick, and I'll be like, okay, I've had enough. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I need a couple days. So, I, uh, um, three days is probably, like, my max for you really pushing it. Uh, I can't do no 29 days, not ever. Mm-mm. I don't necessarily 
really know if that's what she's on, but maybe it's like some women are like, okay, you're going to be in the doghouse for an extended period of time and not necessarily cheating on them, but ooh, that's, ooh, Shanquilla. That's, I hadn't even thought about that, but you know what? Like, I'll be like, do grown people do like, do grown women? Like, I almost feel like me and my friends too grown to, for that to happen, but never underestimate folks at the same time. So yeah. It, it could happen. It could happen. But yeah, it could happen. It could happen to anybody. So, yeah. Um, you guys, please also make sure you guys are hitting the like button as you come in. Please, please, please. Um, yeah, I don't believe in cheating on nobody to humble them. Like, that's a waste of time. And, and a, like energy, like, but I know some people, and I think Danny said this. If she's listening, I hope she'd chime in to um to correct me if I'm wrong. But I do know some people who be like, like, if you get me, I'm gonna get you back, type of thing. But I'll be feeling like the energy ain't worth it. Like, I feel like that energy, the energy that that takes is um it's draining, and I feel like it's very dark and I would not want to embody that. And um, I'd rather be done with you, dog. Like, I feel like I can hurt you more by, like, leaving you. Every man that I've ever been in relationship with and the relationship has ended has yearned for me back more than, like, me being like, oh, now I'm even and, like, feel like I got even with you and then this ended. Like, I, I feel like I can have a bigger impact on you by simply leaving you high and dry and being happy in my life and moving on, you're going to be like, God, dang, dang, I lost a good one. Like kicking yourself. And yeah, that's, that's enough for me personally, but that's just me. So yeah, there's that. But anyways, um, okay. I'm ready to get off into this. Um, I'm ready to get off into this, this this review. So I popped into Rogers yesterday and baby, they were reviewing, well, they were doing some content. He was talking about black women aren't a good choice for successful men. Like once a black man is earning six figures, you know, he shouldn't even be considering black women you know, high value black men of a certain caliber shouldn't be thinking about black women, yada, yada, yada. And they said some, ooh, baby, let me tell you something. And prepare to be triggered. If, if, ooh, like hot sauce, <laughs> baby, they said some stuff. So I want to review um, what, I want to review his content and give a little bit of feedback, give a little bit of pushback to some of the points. Oh, he correct Braveheart. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he correct. I don't know if I agree with that. Some of the points that were made, I was like, okay, I understand that. And I'm in agreement. I'm in alignment with what you're saying on that. But a lot of the ish. mm. So bear with me because I need to share my screen, but um, I'm going to see, hopefully I, I do this the right way. I told y'all I'm technologically challenged, so bear with me and I want to make sure y'all can hear it. I already have everything queued up, so bear with me just one moment and let's see what I can see. Uh, let's see. 
All right. Okay. All right, let me see. Black women aren't aren't are good, good aren't a good choice for for successful men. Okay, now why am I saying this? Because I got to be realistic. Okay, and and when it comes to how America works, and shout out to all my people who are listening from outside of the outside of America, appreciate love all. White supremacy is still in control of it. And white supremacy aims a lot of nonsense toward black men. And black men have to overcome things that no one else in this country has to overcome. Now, and I do see somebody backstage. I'll bring you up in a, in a few minutes. I'll bring you up in a few minutes. All right. Now, uh, um, because black men have specific rules they have to overcome to be a part of what to be successful in America. You know, one thing we do need to get away from is having a social relationship that is not good for us to be successful with. All right. Now, some black men, regardless of all the stuff that, that's, uh, that they have to deal with in America, they become successful. Some black men become very successful. Some black men even go become elite in their success. And that being the case, if black men are making it happen, regardless of how circumstances are, the last thing he needs to be doing is dealing with a woman who is against him being successful. Because uh, I believe it was brought up yesterday, black women do have this level of competition that they want to perform against black men. Now, do black men see black women as competition? No, we don't. You know what I'm saying? We don't look at black women and see competition. We see a counterpart that's supposed to be supportive of us. That's what we see, you know, from a general standpoint. That is what black men see. Now, is that, is that what's actually going on? No, that's just what black men see. We see somebody who should be a counterpart to help us be successful. But what we do actually see is another combatant. Okay? And that is the difference between black men and a lot of other men, when they look at the women who's supposed to be their counterpart, they do not see a combatant. They see somebody who's going to support them, even if they disagree with things. Now, there's a lot of uh, women who don't necessarily agree with the same things that their men in general agree with, but they still are there for those men. They're going to support those men. They're going to go to stores owned by those men. They're going to support uh, their husbands. You know, they're going to raise their children well. They're going to do everything they can to still be supportive, even if they disagree with a lot of what the men's, a lot of what their men happen to agree with. So there's there's good help meets to their group of men, even when they don't agree. So what does that tell me? Well, black women could do it too, but. That goes out. That goes down with choices. Okay, it is what it is. It's, it's about choice at the end of the day, and a lot of people want to pretend that it's not about choice. 
But when you live in America, it does come down to choice. All right. Now, some choices are more difficult than others. Black men have uh, have to make different choices to overcome different situations. Yes, we have to put more on the line in order to be a successful brother. And the question a lot of black men need to think about is how much success should you gain and still be willing to take on black women? Because I, I do believe this is something men really need to, to have a thought process about. Now, I've said previously that if a man is making six figures, he you know what I'm saying? If a brother makes six figures already and he hasn't married a black woman yet, he probably should just stay away from it. Because what's the chances of him being able to get a good black woman to be a wife to him and he's already making six figures? What's the chances of that happening? Now, some people make, as a matter of fact, I know a lot of people believe, well, if you make six figures, you're going to have a better chance at getting a, a, a black woman who's going to be a good wife to you. And I, I don't believe that to be true at all. To me, the evidence does not show that. Okay, what the evidence shows to me is a lot of women, period. <laughs> if you make uh, six figures, a lot of women will make themselves available to you in general. And that's going to be good women and that's going to be predators. Point blank, period. By that point, most black men are, are dealing with predatory women. Period. Okay. Are there some good women that you still can meet? So this is kind of part of what I have a problem with because I agree with a lot of the points that he's making. Um, however, um, when you look at black men who are successful or black men who have attained a certain level of success, when you hear about the, the, horror stories regarding, you know, divorce, the horror stories regarding them being dragged into court, you know, the horror stories regarding them being taken for assets. Um, typically, those horror stories don't involve Black women. So it's not as if Black men, when they reach a certain level, that they're having these horrible experiences with Black women. Um, you know, most of this, the instances or most of the, the situations that we we read about or that we hear about or that are in the news, in the media with men of means, men that have attained a certain level of success um, and they're being taken or being had or being taken for everything they have involve women of other races. So to say that black men who have attained a certain level of success shouldn't deal with black women is simply because of your underlying feelings about black women. It's simply because of you have having these residual feelings about black women and or you feeling like black women didn't help black men get it out the mud. But in that case, none of the other women that would be uh, at a black man's disposal at that point helped them either. So, yeah, uh, everybody should be fair game. You can meet if you make six figures and above. Sure. But you're going to be a target for predatory women if they know you got it they're going to be predatory okay that's who you're going to generally have to deal with you know what that's who's going to generally be looking to deal with you i'll say that because a man gonna deal with what he want to but that's who's going to be looking for you if they know you make six figures and above you become a target 
It's that simple at the end of the day. Now, the thing is, if you are a black man and you live in America and you understand how America works, and the black woman lived in America, she grew up in America, she understands how America works. If she didn't pick a black man before he got to an elite level of success, that's on her. And I think black men need to, to, to accept this, understand this, and reject these notions that a lot of women and people of, of other communities put out there to say that they, they put out this thing that successful black men abandon black women. You cannot abandon somebody you're not with. You know, part of that goes to the, the passport roles is just another manifestation of the same problem. Okay, it's a manifestation. Why are people against passport roles going elsewhere? Well, they make some money. That's, that's the whole perception of it. They make some money. So because they make some money and they want to go somewhere else, I can't target their money. How am I going to target a man's money if he's not even in the same country as me? And see, people will say, well, you know, well, why would you want to be successful and abandon your own women? How are you going to abandon somebody and you haven't married anybody? How are you going to do that? You cannot abandon what is not yours. Okay? You cannot abandon what is not yours. I'm, I'm going to say it again, y'all. You cannot abandon what is not yours. I cannot abandon Spain. I am I wasn't born in Spain. <laughs> I do not speak Spanish. Okay? I don't participate in Spanish holidays. <laughs> you know, and it, and this is nothing against Spain. This is just a matter of fact. I'm an American. When I do stuff, I do things from an American context. How can I abandon Spain? I don't have the ability to abandon Spain. Okay? Even if I didn't like it, I, I can't say I'm going to abandon Spain because I don't literally have that ability. So black men need to push back against these notions that, that we're abandoning women that we are not married to. Now, why is this important? Because black women basically have first crack at black men. Most of us live somewhat together. Okay, black people live in cities and they communicate with each other. And, you know, black women do have first right of refusal, regardless of what's put out there. Now, once you refuse, that's on you at the end of the day. And if a brother has approached you. Okay, you had your shot. Now, he may have approached you before he was very successful, but you had your chance to be with the guy while he was growing into his success. And a lot of black women aren't trying to be with the man growing into, into his success. Now, notice the ages of the ladies that I put in the uh, in the in the links that are in this in the description. Notice those ages. Those are younger women, which means what? Somebody has already taught them these things that they are expressing. Okay, respecting a black man was not even an issue. That, the, that they could even verbalize. Okay? Couldn't even verbalize. You know, a woman was supposed to be on some, well, no, you know, we respect black men, but couldn't even say it herself. She knew she, she knew 
that her perception of black women in America, black women don't respect black men. How can you abandon a woman who does not respect you and that you are not with? And why am I saying that we are not with? Because when it comes down to the collective of black men, we are not married to black women. And that's black women's fault because they have refused to step up and be what we wanted to marry. That is a woman's job. She needs to make herself available where we will consider her for a marriage. If she doesn't do that, that's on her. See, as long as we're going to live in this context where men are going to take care of women instead of women taking care of men, yes, it's your job as a woman to get, to become what the man wants. If you refuse to do that, that is on you. But I got my main man in the back here, AB. I'm going to bring him up and let him get, get a word in. I don't want to wait too long. What's going on, brother? How you doing? What's going on, Rod? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, as you stated before, they were never our women, so so what they have to say about us getting a passport and going elsewhere. And actually, that's if that's uh, historical document of doors of the friend. They, they were never. is the woman I'm married to. I'm not married. Most black men are not married. Point blank, period. A lot of black men who got married, woman asked for a divorce. If you're not our wife, you're not our woman. Point blank, period. It's like that. When you're being recorded for, for a public consumption, now you're supposed to lie at that point. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not saying it's good to lie, but what I what I am saying is, the fact that you didn't even make the lie up just to even try to look like you really on our side, that says a whole lot too. Now I understand being caught red-handed, and I'm really not saying people should lie, but the fact that you wouldn't lie at that critical point tells me a whole lot. You understand completely what's going on. And that's why I want to, you know, point out the fact that y'all got to consider these were all younger women. These are women in their 20s. Okay? Mm -hmm. And they got these solidified ideas in their head. Where did they get these ideas from? Well, of course, they got it from people teaching them that. So how old are the people who taught them that? So this is coming from moms and grandmas. Okay? This is coming from aunties. What they see on television and things like that. That's why they feel that way. So if a black man wants to be successful, my thing is how much money can you make and, it, and you're still supposed to talk to a black woman when she had access to you basically the whole time you were growing up? Because most black people live around black people. This yep. is what it is. <laughs> now, now we got the, uh, the great and powerful hot sauce that just walked into the building. <laughs> So since he's the Ivy League, we're going to give him the mic, and then I'll toss it to you, John the Baptist. Uh, he didn't got this. That John, John must need to get into a good place. That's the second time I done lost the signal with him. So okay. how soft you got it, brother? <laughs> yeah, man, this is this is a very needed topic, a topic that you don't must uh, talk about. Shout out to my sister in the, in the, in the first uh, video clip where she said black women are, are – are side chicks. I couldn't agree more. I, you know, I've been saying that since since I came to this space. You know, she she's absolutely right. 
they they're just not raised they're just they're just not raised to be wives right because she's she broke it down like side chicks they know everything to do from a to z how to be a wife no quite no no idea right how did you know what home remedies do you know for your children you know how do you take care of your your good man right so i mean i couldn't agree more and you know in the in the uh what does they say like the proof is in the pudding now you mentioned about how you know where they learned this from and i've been telling y'all black grandmas ain't shit. wow you know all they do is talk some bullshit about you know don't trust niggas. i mean they absolutely and and this goes back to this goes back to jim crow i i i I never, ever truly believed that black women ever wanted to be with black men. We see it all the time in movies and friends. Your friends, grandma cuss out your friends when you were young, back in the 90s. You even see it now. Black women have never, ever showed black men respect, ever. So when we always talk about this this gym coat or romanticize about the civil rights power all together, you know, where the fuck is that in reality? Because grandmas were, were drinking that Colt 45 or that St. Eyes coming out of church, telling their black boys, niggas, you ain't going to never be shit. And telling and telling their dark skinned girls <laughs> that, you know, they too dark for anybody to love them and talking and telling everybody you got nappy hair. Right. All that shit comes from grandmas. Right. And, and, and that should be the sh that should be the real show. Right. Your grandma ain't shit, so that's why you are you are a city hall bitch, city hall wedding bitch, and baby baby food eating bitch. Because at the end of the day, grandma fucked up the black community, and this is why Ooh. successful black men cannot deal with y'all because grandma she couldn't do it. She couldn't deal with granddad, a, a working class professional man. Oh. And you know, think about this, right? bus driver in the city of chicago good pan job blue collar worker i gotta pause it because baby i'm chomping at the bit like i am telling you i don't give a damn what nobody say how saw so anti-black like i don't know who did a number on him somebody did a whole number on him for you literally to talk about black grandmas for you to say that black women never cared about black men like that since you know prior to jim crow since slavery days black women wanted nothing to do with black men like bro who hurt you like it i mean it like i that is that is the that is the only thing that one would conclude like i don't know i i don't know what type of elderly women you like you had in your community like literally to sit up here and shit on old black women and put the burden on them the let me let me say you something i have conversations with black women all the time you know what it was it was grandma but not in the sense that he's trying not in the picture not in the way in which he's trying to paint the picture it was women saying that they saw what grandma endured they saw how grandma put up with a bunch of ish they saw that grandma did not appear to be happy and that's not the life that they want for themselves for you to sit up here and say that grandma instilled a hate for black men in them like let me tell you something my grandmother my grandmother it, it ain't nobody walking this earth that's like my grandmother number one number two like 
literally the most precious woman that you will ever meet. Nothing but pure, sweet goodness took in folks off the street, fed folks, literally fed the entire church after church every single Sunday, literally would give people ride around with um mittens and scarves and hats, giving it to kids because she didn't want them cold. Like what type of grandmothers what type of grandmama did you have like literally and then to say they they would cuss out um boys and stuff yeah kids that was misbehaved and, and coming around causing mischief get your bad tail from around here you know thinking that they may have a negative influence on the children that were not misbehaving like i don't know what type of project ghetto foolishness y'all was raised up in, but that is not the example that I saw at all. And I've lived in a lot of places, but to sit here and put that burden on elderly black women and just make them out to be these hateful demons, all the black women that I know, young black women from ages 50 to 25, they say things such as they don't want to be anything like grandma because grandma didn't seem happy. Grandma had to take care of kids outside kids that wasn't hers. Grandma didn't have her own bank account. Grandma um, didn't do nothing but work her fingers to the bone. Grandma had to scrub dirty drawers. Grandma didn't have her own autonomy. Like, stop the madness. Oof. Man, please. I don't know what type of foolishness y'all was subjected to. But baby, like, don't paint the entire black community as 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 being subjected to this foolishness. With insane benefits, dental, health care, all that shit. Right. She's dependent on she's dependent on him. Right. Something wrong. You know, she's covered by his job. You know, something wrong with her teeth can fix it by the teeth, right? And she's still saying this nigga ain't shit. Michelle Obama, right, married the first black president of the United fucking States of America. All she can say out her mouth is I hated that nigga for 10 years. I mean, goddamn. Right? So, black men, if you hate yourself, go date a black woman. I'll pass the mic on that. Damn. You know what? And then for him to literally try to misconstrue Michelle Obama's words like the anti-blackness, this ish makes my tail itch. Literally, that woman was telling the truth about marriage. And she told people, don't go into marriage fantasizing about what it is. People telling her that her and Barack are goals and all of these things. She said that there was a time in their marriage where they disliked each other, that everything was all about the children, that they, that they literally, all it was was cleaning diapers and, you know, tending to children. And, you know, literally because of that, that as a result of that, that that the fire had burned out and don't have this um f don't have this fantasy about what marriage is that you have to work through it that you're going to have to work through the hard times she literally was painting a realistic view of what marriage is and anyone who has been in a marriage been in a long-term relationship can understand that like man please stop it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you gotta follow behind that. That's on you, brother. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> How y'all? Good morning to the panel. Good morning, brother. Good morning. Hold on, let me garage door right quick. Hold on one second. Now y'all hear that background noise. My apologies for that one. Yeah. Uh, Hot sauce, I don't know what's going on, bro, but you kind of took my, you kind of took the direction where I was going. I uh, apologize. Oh, and I, I just want to say one other thing. And gentlemen, the next time somebody says how the Philippines and, and Thailand are uneducated and they can't speak English. The Philippines used to be, um, I forgot what they call, but it used to be uh, preoccupied by America. So like literally everything, they speak American English, they have American TV shows, whatever. They speak fluent English. Second, Asians, Filipinos are Asians. Thai are Asians. Asians are the most educated people on the planet, number one. Secondly, Asians are Asians are overrepresented in elite, in elite schools, meaning top 30, right? So not only are they educated, they are overrepresented in the elite colleges, Ivy Leagues, top 10, top 30, whatever. While black women talking about they're uneducated when black women 70% dropout rate. Don't Yeah. So and then like this is what I'm saying. <laughs> like I, I like when when we can't have B, I saw your comment and I'm not invalidating his experiences. His experience is like, first of all, his, that, that's nuanced. And in addition, you guys hate when anyone brings up anything that's nuanced. And, you know, his experiences are his experiences. They're not a representation of the entire black community like he's painting it out to be. He can present his experiences just like I presented my experiences and say, those are your experiences and these are my experiences. So which one is correct? Or can we say that the black community is not monolithic and maybe there are some trifling grandmothers but maybe there are some wonderful loving grandmothers throughout the black community who were not um, twerking thoughts. Um, so there's that. But in addition to that, I wanted to say like, he like this, this is what present prevents us from having balanced conversations. When everything that you say is in the extreme and black women are these horrible, deplorable people and literally you're bringing up dropout rates regarding black women. And like, do you know, like, I know all kinds of bad statistics regarding black men. I don't bring them up in conversations because they don't have a place in them. And what do they do? Like what, what, what would be, my point in bringing those up other than to um, make black men look bad other than to shit on black men like what would be my need to constantly bring up every um, negative statistic that I know of and highlight every negative thing that I've ever heard At, like literally that is a that is the antithesis of white supremacy. Literally every negative stereotype and prejudices, prejudice that you've ever heard about black women, you're going to repeat it and regurgitate it as if it's fact. And it pre prevents us from having a balanced conversation. And as a woman, a black woman, I can sit up here and talk to many of you all all day long about 
any and every topic under the sun related to black women, black men and our relationship issues. But when you start like when your conversation is filled with those type that type of extremist language, I check out immediately. Like I cannot engage with you because I feel like you're gaslighting me one and number two, um you you're you don't have any desire to come to any real understanding. And that's kind of how I feel about him. So, yeah. So, the point I was going to make was, uh, Roger, to your point of the title, you know, sometimes black women are trying out there prove not to be choices for successful black men. Um, and the videos that you, the videos that you played, uh, it's, it is art imitating life. It's showing us exactly what's going on. So the young lady that was in the video that said, if a guy's making a thousand dollars a month, I mean, a week, he's a bum. And that showed me right there that she does not understand the value of a dollar and what it takes for a young, young black man to make money. Because if you think about it, they say the average salary for an American male, I think it's $50,000 a year. Well, that's the average. She like she's about 20, 20, maybe 26 years old, maybe mid-20s. A man her age is lucky to make a thousand dollars a week because mm. that's average. So a man her age is probably making what, let's say thirty thousand dollars a year coming out of high school, college. If he's coming out of high school, coming out of college in his mid twenties, he's probably making lucky to make thirty thousand dollars a year. So the point I'm the point I'm the point I take from that video is like, yeah, she does not deserve to get with a man who's on a successful track because if you're not I wouldn't give it that man. He makes twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars a year. When he start making fifty thousand dollars, you still going to piss on him. And then when he finally gets to hundred thousand dollars a year, hold on, because I should have added my other profile before I did this. And I see I have some super chats, so I don't. Give me just one second. Um, one second. Okay. Uh, of course not, Roger Report. I'm not saying that grandmas should get a pass, but I'm saying that all of that white supremacist, um, black woman hating uh, extremist extremism talking points that Hot Sauce does is bullcrap, and it makes people check out of the conversation, and it invalidates anything that comes out of his mouth. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 just like you asked me, um, should all grandmothers get a pass? Why didn't you ask him um, it, with the extremism at, it, with the extremism in which he was talking about grandmothers? Why didn't you challenge him? So you're challenging me for questioning the validity of the comment that he made. But why didn't you challenge the validity of the extremist talking points in which he was, you know, speaking? Just, 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 just out of curiosity. So. Uh, but uh, Grinch, you're funny. Um, dang, I hope I didn't miss any of my super jets. I, I know I had one that I, I saw a little bit ago and I don't want to miss anything. So guys, bear with me. Y'all know I'm technologically challenged and this is my, okay, there we go. Maurice. Um, thank you, Maurice. He says wedding rate, 1960s, 80% now, 20% and you never been more free. Um, thank you, Maurice. Definitely appreciate you. Um, and I guess he's referring to the current um, uh, rate in which um, Black people marry. Um, yeah. 
I, I have nothing. I mean, listen, let me tell you something. I already said that there were po points that I agreed with from jump. Like, uh, you know, that's why I'm not stopping it as I wasn't stopping it as frequently when certain people talk because I have nothing like, you know, I, I agree with a lot of that. I know black women have their ish with them. You know, it's the extremism. It's the um, blanketed statements, the, the blanketed generalizations trying to make it seem as though all black women fit into this box and, you know, the box is filled with dog shit. Like I'm, I'm not buying that. You ain't gonna sell me that. I'm a black woman who has been um, blessed to have the experience with being, you know, surrounded by and, and who engages with on a, on a very honest level. Like I see black women for what they are. I know black women got some shit with them. Let me tell you something. Every single day that I talk to my husband, I rip like every single day. I'd be like, I'm tired of black women and they shit. Like I tell him this every, today. I saw a black woman. Yet between yesterday and today, there was a black woman tearing down a black content creator on TikTok who is like literally nothing but love and light. And I have been so pissed off about it. What like I literally told him, I'm tired of black women and they shit. Like I'm tired of it. I said, babe, guess what? Guess guess who is tearing down a black man who's trying to literally build something for his family? Like you think that I don't see black women for who they are and admit and acknowledge the shit that they pull? Like I do. I don't have a problem. Like my eyes are not wide shut. But it's not all black women because you saw, you know, who came to that black man's defense? A whole lot of black women. Like, let's stop, let's stop making black women out to be a monolith, but allowing black men the grace to say they don't fit into the box that Pookie and Ray Ray does. Because it's a lot of black women who don't fit in that box with the black women that you guys say are so awful. It's a lot of us that don't fit in that box. Y'all got me cussing. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, let me see. Grinch, you probably right. Grinch said, I bet my grandma was better than your grandma though. My grandma was love. Fuck you mean. <laughs> my grandma played spades with the Virgin Mary. My grandma might have might have did that too. She ain't that old. She 86. She don't, I don't know if she played spades with the Virgin Mary, but she could play a, a mean game of spades and Keno. Uh, my grandma, beautiful. So is mine. Um, she's sweet. My grandma, kind. My grandma know everything. Act like you know. She don't know everything, but she is, she, Mother Grant is the bomb. I'll say that. Um, she far from perfect, but she's a good woman. And, you know, there's that. And I'm sure like, you know, not everybody was blessed with a great grandmother, but like, I know lots of older, elderly black women who were loving. Um, were they stern? Were they, um, you know, did they rule with an iron fist? Um, did they not play any games? Yeah. All of that applied too. Yeah, all of that applied. Andy says, Rose, your pro-black attempt always fail. Black women are demons. Why you think most are rainbow and dress like emo drag queens? Ooh, wait. You think most black women are rainbow and dress like emo drag queens? That's not what I see. But I guess I don't surround myself with 
black women who fit into that mold. I'm sure that there are some black women come in all shapes and sizes though. So I know of some emo black women I'm, and, and I don't knock it. Like go, go for what you know. Like I think black women should show up in this world in whatever way they feel most comfortable. So yeah, I know some. Dane C says, hey, Concrete, where is Danielle? The problem is the topics and the tone that got set by the conversations and the channel holder. Yeah, Roger be, Roger know what he be doing. Um, now, and what, but, but to, to be fair, when Roger introduced the topic, there was a lot that I agreed with. There was, I had a few bones of contention with what Roger's opening and I was like, eh, I don't agree. But for the most part, I was like, okay, I see where he going with that. Uh, you know, I can agree, you know, black women got some ish with them in general, like in general, like, you know, but, um, he do be knowing what he doing, baby, his panel, baby, his panel guests, hmm. They something else though. Whew. Um, did I get them all? I think that was it. I think that was it. Okay. Um, this isn't about SBE. This is not about me shame blaming and explaining anything away. Like it's truly is not. It literally is. I mean, it's about the extremism. Like, do you guys not see that a person that operates in that level of extremism is no different than Cynthia G? Like, I don't like he ain't no different than any divester. Like his hate and disdain for black women. What's the difference? I, I, I would like to know what the difference is between his hate his disdain for black women and what the divesters, what Cynthia G like, there is no difference. I don't see it as any different at all. I, I mean, yeah, but um, Jaquan said dudes ain't SBE exhausted yet. I guess not, Jaquan. Uh, yeah, thankfully not, you know, but yeah, thank you anyway, uh, I guess. But um, I think that's it. Um, y'all know I can't walk and chew gum at the same time, but I see y'all in the chat and y'all are having a very hearty discussion, very robust discussion, be popping that ish and talking a lot of ish and Andy, um, the cynical one, um, you know, y'all got a lot to say and y'all are making some points and there's that, but you know, I'm a little fired up and I will admit that. Um, I think that how sauce's comments are very triggering. Um, you know, when you say certain things, like you can't tell me that as black men, y'all could be in a room with a black woman. Y'all could be in the room with Cynthia G and she makes disparaging comments about black men as a whole, as a group. Let's say you can't tell me you guys. Okay. I got the, I got the perfect example. Perfect analogy. We, we have in um, a panel, Cynthia comes over. And she comes on the panel and she popping her ish about black men, dogging black men out, talking about how black men always hated black women. They were raping black women back in the slavery days. They enjoyed being sodomized. They never was responsible. They ran off on black, like saying all kinds of despair, like some of the most despicable things and offensive things to your ears while on the panel and that you would not take offense to it, that you would not be triggered by it. Like, tell me, <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm an alien because 
I have emotions and I do get triggered and I do find that stuff to be offensive. I'm very protective of black people as a whole. And I feel like, you know, I can I can have an honest conversation about black women. I, I don't have no problem with that. I see them for who they are. But the um you know, gaslighting, manipulation, and the um, white supremacist tactics that are being employed against black women, I find them to be a bit much. You know, I, I just do. That's just me. But um, let me see. We're going to get back to it. Hold on. Leo Anthony says, shout out to the breakdown and especially UC Rose. I like the fact y'all not afraid to call out bull crap on both sides and be yourself. Don't stop. Thank you, Leo. Cause I, I mean, they're not going to shame me into not engaging in SBE. If they say that's what I'm doing, call it what you want to. Like I said, I'm not apologizing for, you know, loving black people. Like I'm not, and feeling like, you know, white supremacist tactics are being employed. I caught somebody out uh, earlier this week, a black woman for uh, employing white supremacist tactics as it relates to black men. I'm going to call black men out for employing white supremacist tactics as it relates to black women. That's that's just what it is. So, yeah. But let's get back to it. Okay. Um, I hope y'all can still see my screen. You're, you think you deserve to be there. Nah. You, you're, if that's your mentality, leave men alone. Go to Lebanon. Go, to, go, go be a lesbian. Go find your girlfriend and y'all rock out together. But leave these men alone who are working hard, who's making a thousand dollars, take a thousand dollars a week, trying to if they make a thousand dollars a week, let them make their money, let them build themselves up. But you stay far away from. Them. And and I'm I don't I don't totally I'm not, and now I'm not a passport bro. And I don't uh, I don't really rock with that. But that's not my opinion to make. That's who, whoever chooses to do that. That's that's on their choice. I'm not gonna knock their choice. Yeah, my thing is, but my thing is. Hold on, hold on. But my thing is, it's like, hey, that man has a right to do what he want to do. If he says that if he can't find respect in an American black woman, I have, I can, who am I to argue with him to go find a place to find a woman that will respect you as a man? And, and if we're going to be real about it, who, when she talks about because they need you, well, anywhere you see where men and women are in a country together, any country, any place of being, any city, state, country, women need men. Always. You always need men. Women always need men. So if it's based on need, yeah, I'm going to go where I'm needed and where I'm respected. You can't respect me if you don't know that you need You know what <laughs> Women who, who think a thousand dollars a week, I don't, I don't, I can't see them. I don't even have that ability. I, I, I can and see them to do shows like this as a content creator. But once the show is over, that woman is invisible to me. And that's just real talk. I ain't gonna never be able to see it. But I do want to let Cam get in, y'all, okay? Uh, Cam, you got the mic, brother. Hey, how y'all doing? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, brother. Morning. Oh, man, this is, this, this is deep because at the end of the day, that the higher up like the you know the wealthy black men all they portray is that get a woman to get some money we give it her badge and this and that now now it didn't trickle down to the average woman so now she thinks she supposed to get the bag and a thousand dollars ain't this a thousand dollars ain't that so now 
they thinking, oh, if you don't got millions, you can't have me. Or if you don't got a bag, you can't have me. And that's just the way society is right now. So, yes, yeah, she's going to have that mentality because what she see on TV and what she see what everybody see what the other girls doing on TV and the music that they listen to it's breaking up it's breaking our culture down bro well i, I want to say this if i can oh sorry sorry no no go ahead, go ahead. i want to say this if i can right uh what 30 percent of black women get married 70 to 80 percent divorce it, it's 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 not a poor it's not a class thing with black women Say that again, hot sauce. Say that again. It's, it's not a class with black. Women. No, no, go the, the percentage of number that you talk about oh, married okay. and divorced. So, so it's, it's about not like even 30. 30. How, how, yeah, it's okay, not even so, 30. Okay, so less than 30% of black women get married, and over 70 to 80% of black women get divorced. Then in so out of 30, out of 30, out of 30% that's supposed to get married, 70 percent of that 30 gets divorced. That is correct. That's so crazy. Go ahead. It's the culture. Well, I mean, and then, and then on top of that, you, we we see we see the call-in shows around YouTube where you know this is a you know a kind of an ad hoc survey where they said they've been proposed to and they turned it down several times. And then you you even look at you even look at the the so-called black elites are the people we venerate. Uh, Naomi Osaka, um, you know, preg, uh, having a kid out of wedlock. Uh, Lori Harvey turned down, turned down a, a proposal from Michael B. Jordan, right? And he's the it guy, right? Multi-millionaire. So on every level, on every level, you can actually see that black women, they just don't want to get married. So if a black successful man wants to get married, wants to settle down, a black woman will be his last choice for two reasons. Number one, it's just not their culture. It's just not in black women's culture to get married. Right, number one, and then number two, if she does marry, she'll end up competing with you because, yes. again, we're in the matriarchy, the women over the men. And if a man is over a woman, she feels that she's not a woman. So it's just all around whether whether you look at it colloquially or if you look at it analytically, all around, out all around ADOS, American black women, because you can get good black women abroad. So I'm not saying black women are inherently bad by just being black. I'm saying in America, they're just not the right choice for you. You you should do what the other academias do. A lot of academia guys, PhD guys, uh, black professors, things like that. They go to Africa, get their wife, bring her bring her back, and then everything is okay, right? Because it's just not it's just not an African American culture for women to get married. That's just not who they are. It's just not their culture. Don't bring them back to America. No, no. Also, well, let me address that. Right out of in, in out of after fifteen years of marriage of green card marriage, only twenty four percent of them get divorced after fifteen years of marriage. Only twenty. So that means seventy five percent of men who bring their wives over after and been here for fifteen years, they still stay married. That's way better odds than what you got. When you start off with women from here, you know, just my, way better is, my 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 opinion, if you bring them back, I think 
you won't take long for the culture to affect them though. That's the, that's the, the I don't that's the thing. The numbers are the numbers, right? And especially and it also matters, right? Because if you bring a bitch over who wasn't raised by her father, you're gonna get you're gonna get American problems, right? Because there's reasons why America's not inherently bad. There's reasons why America is, is women are, are 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 like this, right? Number one reason, do not please do not and i made this mistake myself please do not marry or get engaged to a woman who has never been raised by her father it won't last it won't uh -huh. all right now let me read this super chat and then i'm gonna get the elder in here uh shout out to canada <clears throat> he says i agree with john the baptist that's why i like the passport bros being loud as hell black women rub zaddy's money in your face Rub other beautiful women in their faces. Woo! You know what? I see where you're coming from, brother. I see where you're coming from. Um, and and my thing is is just that we as men need to understand that there's some things that are just not for us. So if you're working hard to be successful, see, I, I don't have a problem with a woman who gets with a man who's on his way up. But if you've already reached a certain level of success, because you know. The first time I was asked about it, you know what I'm saying? I think it was BGS that asked me about it. You know what I'm saying? Well, what, what, what happens when you make six figures? I don't talk to black women no more. Now, why, why do I say that? Why would I talk? If I can't get a black woman without making six figures, why would I want one if I make six? Like, what's the use of it at that point? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't understand the use of a black woman if I make six figures. If I got that big a target on my back and y'all been around me, the whole, and I'm from Chicago, y'all, y'all, I've been around black women, period. I went to black schools. You know what I'm saying? Everything I've done in, everything I've done here in America, well, excuse me, in Chicago or Chicago area, I've only, literally only had one, out of all them little jobs, I only had one job where it wasn't a bunch of black people. You know what I'm saying? I don't work, work around black people my whole life. The stuff I was trying to do in the rap game, all kinds of stuff I didn't did. I done been around black folks, which means what? I've been around black women a whole, whole, whole lot. If nobody wants to be to a certain standard before I make a six figures, I don't need you after that. You know what I'm saying? What, what can you do for me at that point? If you could do it for me, you've what I already done. And I'm not saying this to, to, uh, um, it's so interesting. And I'm not sure if Roger is still listening, but I would like to know because my ex, I was with him. We broke up once, but like for a total 15 and a half years, literally. And he was from the South side of Chicago. Every single one, like probably 75% of his friends, family member. And he had a very big group of friends and family members. Um, we're together since they were kids um, on the south side of Chicago. So it's like that that's a common thing where people grow up like from high school or or even younger on the south side of Chicago. So it's not like an uncommon thing for people to be together when they have nothing. So that's not like, you know, unheard of especially in Chicago. And I'm hoping that we'll get to this point in the discussion where they, we were talking about, if I haven't already passed it, uh, you know, Roger, well, um, 
it wasn't so much as Roger, but they were insisting that black women are not ride or dies, that black women don't stick by black men. That and and what Roger is all like what he is saying right there, it's almost like as if black women have no interest in black men until they make a certain level of money, which we all know is not true. Like literally, black women are the queen of riding with somebody, of rocking with you when you down and out, of rocking with you and dealing with like I, I can and initially Roger made an argument that black women yeah they'll ride with you or they'll rock with you when you down and out but they choose the wrong ones i can accept that argument because yeah in many instances that's the case or that um black women are not ride or dies because a ride or die um situation is going to end in death no like a ride or die situation doesn't only have to end in death but yeah well like women can be ride or dies and maybe you ride or die and you wake up and realize like this ain't working for me or you wake up and realize like damn i've been a ride or die for 20 years and this dude then cheated got three kids uh i got bad credit because of them he you know i got tickets on my car my car getting booted every other week like you wake up and come to your senses that does not mean that black women have not been ride or dies and, you know, like you want to redefine the term or act like, oh, okay, because you rock, rolled with a dude and held him down and rocked with him for, you know, 15 years. And, and I'm saying this from experience until you like, oh, okay, wait a minute. This relationship is headed towards a dead end and you wake up and come to your senses. Oh, you ain't a ride or die because you got up out of there too soon. You didn't die. So you, you can't consider yourself a ride or die, you know, but like it's that we know that it's not that black women jump on the bandwagon when black men just seem to be coming into money. There are literally white women who are trained to sniff out black men or black athletes or black guys when they are, um, you know, uh, training or or coming into uh or when they're like training to be like you know d1 or training to be these um high level athletes that are are our recruits are looking at it etc etc so like black women are i phenomenon of black women who are saying that they have to have a man with six figures but for my entire life i know that that has not been the standard for black women that black women have black dudes and it wasn't because you know you were making six figures like that was not the requirement for a black woman to have to be in a relationship literally the um one of the common talking points and 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 one of the common things that you'll see in content creation for black women now is hashtag say no to struggle love because they're saying that black women have for so long entered into these struggle relationships where they've held a man down and been there for a man who didn't have anything that they should be waking up and coming to their senses and now requiring for a man to have something before they engage in relationship with him so yeah to even be petty toward black women or anything like that. I'm just being realistic. What are you going to do for me at that point if you ain't already did a chat? I don't even need it no more because I everything that was important to me without you. So what do I need you for at that point? You know, but let's give it to Black Rule since he's here. Go ahead, brother. How you doing? Hey, Roger. I hope I'm coming in clear. Yes, sir. Clear, clear. <clears throat> um, you, you are just kind of focusing on what 
you were describing. It, it depends on what black women you're referring to. Uh, if you're talking about black, you know, Eidos women in Chicago or Philadelphia, that might be, you may draw some very different conclusions from, you know, black women and, and, and the broader diaspora uh, throughout this hemisphere or even beyond this hemisphere. Um, the question I would have is, you know, what population of black women are you referring to? No, because I, I'm if, referring if you're to, just saying. I'm referring to America. I'm referring to America. You know, black women outside of America. Well, I, raise I, I was, I, I would say in general, um, they're, they're from a broader population standpoint, they're probably not going to suit your interests. They're probably not going to be what you need or want them to be in this country. Now, if you extend the net beyond the United States, then you, you, you may have a very different sort of resort. resort. Because, and here's the thing, Roger, for you personally, for you personally, if I may, how, how old, you're in your 40s or mid 40s. 40, 45. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, and, and I'm, not, uh, I'm not attempting to expose any particulars about you, but uh, I'm looking That's logistic a 45-year-old man. Now, if you're willing to date and marry someone who is significantly younger than you, and someone who may not necessarily be in the United States, uh, as a black person, whether it's in the Caribbean, whether it's in South America, other parts of the black diaspora, certainly Africa then if you're willing to embrace that, then uh, hot sauce, if the, the chick at the lake or whatever is 19 <laughs> or 20 or whatever years old, and, and she, for whatever reason, the circumstances work for you, you gotta let go of the fact that you are fifteen or whatever number of years older than her. I'm taking right. it. Well, well, I just have to say that that she's right now washing my shirt that says "I only date baby food bitches." So, <laughs> yeah, but, let me but, but, but let you, me under, you understand what I you understand what I mean. Yeah, I got it. No, no, no. Yeah. I actually, I actually agree with you, Black. I want to read the super chat, but I do actually agree with you. And I want to say something about it. But uh, shout out to Canada. He says, shout out to Hot Sauce. That sounds like a hundred percent of of foreign brides give you at least fifteen good years, and even if you bring them back to America, that's a good trade off. Of you know, with all due respect. 
if you're in your mid-40s, when are you going to make your family? You know, uh, us black men, sadly, do not live as long as most people live. Mm-hmm. Roger, Roger's gonna live longer though because so, he's so not had the stress. Roger's gonna live longer because he had had stress. No, but I'm saying no. if you're in your mid forties and you want to have children and you want to see them grow to the point, let, let me let me tell you personally, one of the most gratifying experiences I have ever had was witnessing my own daughter getting married, living to the point in which I've actually observed that. And and hopefully I'll even live long enough to observe uh, my grandchildren being born and what. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give my summation because it's a rather long, I think they were up there for like four hours, um, if I'm not mistaken. So I already see what this is. And when I say this, I'm talking about um, (laughs) the consensus in the comments in relation to how I feel about um, about the the fellas take. And it's not all of them, like I said, I, as it relates to black men and black women and whether or not they're a good choice for successful black men, I feel like black women are um, as good of a choice as anybody. I think that for a successful black, first of all, I think that when you're a successful man, um, that you are going to, because you're successful, that you're going to... um, have that your set of standards are going to differ from a man who's not successful. And as a result that most women will fall in line. So I I personally believe that most women will fall in line for successful men. Um, However, I don't think that a man should have to um, pick and choose. I don't think that a man should have to be concerned about, oh, if I pick a woman of a certain culture, is she going to be in line with my program? Because I'm already working six days a week. I'm already grinding. I already have enough irons in the fire. I don't want to have to be concerned about whether or not if I get with this woman, is she going to fall in line with my program? In order to avoid that, to be completely honest, I think a successful man's best bet would be finding a non-Western woman unless he found a woman that was of a certain culture of faith uh, within, you know, a Western, within the Western culture and the Western hemisphere, period. But um, I think that just to isolate Black women and act as if Black women solely are a good choice for successful men, um, I think that Black women have their ish. And I can see a man... I can see that being a cause for pause for men. Um, but I think that other women also come with uh, other Western women also come with their set of ish as well, um, which could be concerning for a successful man. Um, and then my problem is just the extremism when it comes to black women and um, even trying to tie in 
things that seem to be completely unrelated and using your nuanced experiences to paint this picture of the entire black community because you're scorned for whatever reason and make that out to be you know, all black people, like everybody has had, most black people have had bad experiences with other black people. And um, I think that as a, as a male identified content creator in this space, um, I am, I always give grace to men. And, you know, I understand that this is a male dominated space and this is a male space and men speak freely in this space. But there are certain people in this space that their disdain and their hate and anti-blackness and their um, them being have this axe to grind relating to black women and it always being on display. Um, I'm not going to refrain from calling it out. And yeah, so that's what it is. And especially when they say certain things that trigger me, um, I'm not going to hold my tongue. I'm a bit too old for that. And I believe in speaking freely, which is what I did. Um, I felt like Hot Sauce's comments were, you know, very um, much on brand with the white supremacist comment. Terry. So yeah, there's that. But um, some of the stuff I agreed with, um, I just feel like, like I said, um, as it relates to black women not being a good choice for successful men, I think black women have their ish, but so do most women raised in a westernized society. So yeah, um, those are my thoughts. Yeah, me too, Juju. Um, like, speak your mind, keep it real, keep it a book. But like, if everything that come out your mouth, like, is led with a anti-black statement, it, it, it's 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 giving, it's giving anti-blackness. It's giving. <sighs> I ain't even going to say it. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say it. I am going to hold my tongue about that because it was going to be an insult. But um, yeah, it's giving white man in blackface. So there's that. Bronzeburg, I got to get up out of her. Um, I was just popping on here for a hot second to do a quick review. Um, yeah, that was it. I, sh I should have listened to it beforehand. So I could have had it queued up to like a key point. But I really did want to go over hot sauces comments just because they were just so damn triggering. Um, and I wanted to hear the beginning because I got to get to the basis of uh, Roger's comments. So um, yeah, that was that was pretty much it. That was pretty much it. And that's all I got. Um, I don't think I missed any super chats, but I do appreciate y'all for rocking with me. I did not want to miss yet another um, show. Like I said, Danny is handling some business, but we will be back on Sunday with a full show. Um, a very interesting show and, um, it's going to be a good one. Um, I just wanted to hop on here. Like I said, um, dang, y'all was on my earth tonight. It's probably a good thing that I can't walk into bubblegum because if I would have been able to scroll through the comments, play the video, highlight comments, argue with B, argue with Andy, baby, like it, I wouldn't have been able to get through this. <laughs> 
It would have been too much. Y'all know I get sidetracked too dang on easy. So it was a blessing in disguise. But again, thank you to everybody who super chatted. And thank you to y'all for rocking with me. And thank you to everybody in the chat. Despite the fact that I was not y'all favorite tonight, I appreciate the pushback and the dissenting opinions. And yeah, I, I love y'all. Y'all my peeps. And um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much yeah. I, I was I was solo all day long today. It wasn't too bad. It was not too bad at all whatsoever. Um, I could do this again. Like I really could. Um, even panel style, I certainly could do this again. But um, yeah, that's all I got. Again, me and Danny will be back on Sunday with a full show, the full thing. Um, aside from that, that's pretty much all I got. Thank y'all again for rocking with me again. Thank you to everybody who supported via Cash App. Appreciate y'all oh so much. Um, let me stop sharing. And yeah, that's all I got. Enjoy the rest of your evening and I will see y'all in a few days. Peace.